Welcome to the Cap City Outfitters podcast. This is episode 27. You've got Chris and Brian. Um, today we're going to talk about the difference between performance-based and outcome-based training uh, and why it's important to focus on performance-based training, uh, especially when learning new skills and refining skills. Yeah. So basically, you know, if we take a look, I'm going to throw out kind of a, a, a loose definition of performance-based training. Um, you know, Brian it pointed out that Pat McNamara, uh, TMAX, basically says performance-based, you know, it's basically chasing the best you can possibly do at any given time, um, you know, and, and making that your performance, but keeping metrics and trying to improve upon that on a regular basis versus, you know, an outcome-based training is saying, hey, I want you to be able to do X in X amount of time or X number of reps in X amount of time or whatever the case may be. And, and that's, that's outcome-based training is once you reach that outcome, what do you do? Do you stop? Um, do you try and get better so you're more comfortable with that outcome or whatever? and looking at how those things affect us um, as, as shooters um, with a defensive orientation um, or possibly an offensive orientation depending on what type of shooting you're doing and what your job skill sets are and what you, know, what you do for a living. Uh, but then also in life, uh, you know, Brian and I, Brian spends a fair amount of time riding two-wheel devices at insanely high speeds. Um, uh, you know, I spend a little bit of time, um, you know, kind of working out with the old guys trying to get a little better or maybe just try not to lose anything. Um, and, and we both spend a fair amount of time on the range uh, trying to get a little bit better or maybe in my case not lose any of the ground I've gained over the years. So um, the performance-based end of things, uh, spent some time on the range uh, with a gentleman who's a instructor for a local police agency. Um, and, and is a, a very talented guy, very articulate guy, and a very good trainer. And, and a lot of the performance-based end of things is if you want to be able to do something better and better and better and better, is breaking down that something into its, um, you know, infinitesimal small little pieces parts and getting really good at those pieces parts and then trying to put them back together into that unit and do that unit as good as possible. Yeah. Um, it, a, a lot of work, um, but, you know, yeah, absolutely kind of a way to look at it yeah and you know breaking things down into component parts gives us opportunities to focus on those individual tasks yes um, sort of in isolation um, given without the you know having to worry about the complexity of everything else that would be going on yes um, for instance you know on a like on a pistol draw you know focusing on establishing a good grip and being able to do that repeatedly um, then you know bring a little being able to bring the gun up, you know, to high, you know, center chest and getting two hands on it, you know, making that another skill. Um, the press out, you know, to a shot, you know, maybe that's worth spending, you know, a range session on just working on your press out, you know, irrespective of establishing a, dr a grip on the gun every time, you know, bringing it up, but just working on the press out yeah, um, and trying to find time in learning how to, you know, track the front sight all the way to extension. Yeah. And then breaking that shot at extension. Yeah. Yeah. Breaking things down like that and running through and getting reps on those individual items. Um, you know, definitely something that we spend a lot of time doing. Um, you know, one of the things that we did this weekend were, you know, the, the, the uh, a, a large federal agency uses a, a critical uh, critical skills task evaluation rather than a, a hard qual necessarily as their qualification. And a lot of that is breaking down, you know, individual things that an individual would, you know, things that an individual would need to do with a rifle or with a handgun or with both um, to include drawing, to include engaging multiple targets or multiple target zones on the same target, um, transitions from target to target and things of that nature. 
Because um, obviously you can't just say, oh, we're going to mock up a gunfight and have you qualify by doing a mock up of a gunfight. Um, you know, but within that, practicing, you know, breaking each one of those skill sets down to its smaller parts and getting better and better and better. Um, you know, which brings us around to, you know, one of the things that we talk about all the time are the dangers of a qualification mindset. Oh, well, I qualified, so I'm good enough. Um, you know, is, is your qualification really rigorous enough to say that you're actually ready to do what it is you're qualifying to do? And in a lot of cases, it's not. Um, you know, so, you know, we look at that outcomes-based mentality where once I've got it, oh, well, I'm done, and I don't have to do that anymore until, you know, six months from now or whatever. Is, is kind of a dangerous mentality. And it's also a mentality that doesn't chase excellence. It's a mentality that chases, you know, the lowest common denominator often, um, which unfortunately can can be mediocrity in certain places. So I think most of the time, you know, most, unfortunately today, most firearms related, you know, qualifications are designed to make people pass. Yeah. Uh, and they're absolutely written with mediocrity in mind. Yeah, absolutely. And, 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 you know, a lot of our law enforcement clientele and professional clientele lament some of that mentality of, you know, of training to the lowest common denominator. Um, you know, I know that when I was in the military, that, that was kind of a big mentality was we got to make sure that if we're going to set this standard, everybody's able to maintain this standard. And that's probably not a real good way to look at things if you're trying to get better, chase excellence, strive for excellence and be excellent. Um, you know, that's, that's a, kind of a sideways way of coming at it. Yeah, the, the mentality that selection is an ongoing process is probably the better mentality to have. There you go. There you go. Absolutely. So, yeah. So, you know, like I said, we, you know, we, I, I spend time in the gym with the old guys, um, you know, and basically the goal for me is to try and get a little bit better at everything I do and make sure that I'm putting in my hours, you know, those hours is at, at full value, putting them in in a way that's going to help me get better. Um, and there are days when it doesn't feel like it. There are days when it feels like I slipped and went backward. Um, but the reality is, is, you know, breaking those things down and, and trying to get a little bit better every day is probably the only way you're going to get where you want to be in almost any endeavor versus, um, you know, well, I got there once, so I'm going to go take a nap. Yeah. yeah and the other, the other thing with the performance-based training, you know, is focusing on technique and making sure that technique is as close to perfect and absolutely efficient as possible versus doing whatever you have to do to make a part-time or to to achieve you know some externally based you know outcome um, i see this a lot on the racetrack where guys are chasing lap times and as they try to go faster you know their their lines around the racetrack get worse um, their their body position and their riding technique you know, completely falls apart and all they're doing is setting themselves up for a very expensive um, learning experience. <laughs> you know, when we're, when we're doing the same thing with firearms, you know, trying to, to, to sacrifice, you know, especially safety and the four firearms rules to try to make, you know, a better split time or a part time, you know, that can, that now you're setting yourselves up for very tragic consequences. Sure, and and even at the very least, um, if you, you know you're you're doing something in your draw stroke to horse your draw stroke through and force it to be fast, that's great for that one little metric, but it's not going to get you any further than that one repetition. You know, there's a reality check too, so you can kind of cheat things once and be fast, but it's going to hurt you as you try and be better at something down the road because you're not getting that perfect rep in, um, and unfortunately, you're training yourself to do something that's going to limit you down the road. 
Yeah. So, and again, possibly hurt you or others. So, uh, you know, trying to establish consistency and then consistently moving, you know, the, the needle forward uh, is really what we're trying to do. Um, again, you know, on the racetrack, I want to hit a certain lap time and then be able to maintain that lap time, you know, for an entire session or the whole day. Um, when I'm at the range, you know, if I'm working on a task, I want to be able to hit that same task, you know, from a time perspective with really good technique, you know, 10 to 20 times in a row. Yeah. You know, where my average is plus or minus maybe two tenths of a second uh, before I really start trying to go and push it further. Yeah. Uh, one of our one of our brand ambassadors, if you uh, follow uh, Ben, um, he does a lot of USPSA shooting. Yeah, and, and yeah, he, Captain Gimli on Instagram, I think it's. Yeah, it's at Captain underscore Gimli. I believe on Instagram. Um, if you if you follow him on Instagram, and you should because he's very entertaining, shows some pretty pretty cool videos of some of the competition shooting, the USPSA stuff that he does. Uh, but he also shows videos um, of him training, and and he takes a certain task and breaks it down and reps the heck out of it and and gets it to perfection, um, and then pushes it and then goes beyond that and and goes until he gets to a failure point and says, okay, cool, that's that's my metric, that's where I'm at. Makes a note of it, actually keeps metrics and stuff like that and can tell you how long it takes him to do this and on what date he achieved a certain goal and now he's getting better at this, that, or the other, even beyond that goal. Truly a performance-based kind of dude in life in general. Um, excellent American, except when he wears Ranger panties. Not so cool then. So, uh, But yeah, just an example of you know how you can push that. You know, If he just said, well, I want to be able to do a one-second reload and then left it alone, um, that that may be good enough for a one-second reload in B-class, but it may not be good enough to be a GM and keep up with the big dogs. Mm-hmm. And, and that's his goal. So he's going to keep getting better until he's beating the big dogs. And I don't have any illusions that that'll probably happen at some point. So, Yeah, and that kind of just gets back to the, you know, the mentality that you know, amateurs train until they get it right. Um, professionals train until they can't get it wrong. Yep. Um, being able to do, do something once you know, in the comfort of your living room when there's no pressure and it's 68 degrees and 30% humidity and everything's good is a whole lot different than doing it you know when it's 95 degrees and you got sweat dripping down the inside of your nose and you can't hold on to anything yeah um with you know a dust storm blowing at you or it's 37 degrees and there's rain coming down horizontally yeah um being able to do the same thing in those conditions uh is really you know that's the goal yep absolutely so yeah um one of the, the things that can really help with trying to achieve you know, performance-based training is to do, do your training evolutions with a partner, um, somebody that you trust to keep your ego in check, um, but also not just completely bust your balls for the heck of it. Yep. Um, they can give objective feedback on what you're doing well in addition to what you're doing wrong um, so that you're not trying to improve things that maybe don't need as much improvement. Uh, and then also, you know, using video for replay um, will help keep you honest. Uh, not that you have to necessarily videotape every single run, but doing, you know, maybe one out of five or one out of ten, depending on what you're doing, um, gives you an opportunity to see in real time, you know, what happened. Uh, actually what happened, not what you think happened. Yeah, something like Coach's Eye is a great tool for that. Uh, it's an app you can download. Um, phenomenal product to do just that with. Yeah, um, Coach's Eye, which works on the thing, it's definitely on the iPhone. I think it's there's a version available for Android as well. 
uh, allows you to do slow motion video replay uh, along with draw on the video, run different timers. Um, you can do angles and those kinds of things. Um, John Shrek McPhee, aka the Sheriff of Baghdad, aka Shrek, um, has some really good uh, materials on his website about how he goes about using that app, um, for, particularly within the shooting sports. Yeah, uh, it's fairly common, I think, at this point in like stick and ball sports. Absolutely, absolutely. So another great tool, um, you know, if you performance-based tool, <laughs> a shot timer. Um, I know we preach on this and beat on this, and it probably comes off comes up quite a bit. But if you're if you're training and you're not using a shot timer, you're probably not training. Um, you know, maybe you are, maybe you're not. How would you know? Because you're not keeping any reference points, data-wise, speed-wise, and something just because something feels fast often doesn't mean that it is actually fast. Sometimes the best rep you get in where you feel like you're almost in slow motion is the one that was the smoothest and actually the fastest. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you don't have a shot timer, get a shot timer. Um, phenomenal tool to have, and I would say almost a requisite. Yeah, and in addition to that, um, you know, a lot of us, we like to shoot steel targets because they're fun making the steel yep. go ding. Um, there's minimal reset time. They have a place. Um, things like that. You know, yeah. steel's great, Yep. Um, but paper targets don't lie. Yep. And paper targets will keep you honest in a way that steel necessarily can't. Yep. Um, you know, and it, it's another one of those things where taking the time and the effort to, you know, after every run or every couple of runs, you know, mark the target and keep keep accountable for every single shot that gets sent down range is really important. Yep. When targets get shot up, people get sloppy. Um, and, and it's, you know, paper targets are relatively inexpensive. So repaste them and go on. Yeah, whether those be, you know, FCIC or IDPA backers um, that we have available here at Cassidy Outfitters for $1.25 a pop, or something like the paper um, VTAC target, which has B8 bullseyes on the back and a skeleton overlaid with a IPSC or USPSA target on the front um, that we have for 75 cents a pop. Um, you know, using good targets that give you a realistic, you know, hit zone um, is important. Um, same thing with, you know, spending time working things like B8 bullseyes. Yep. Um, just from an accuracy standpoint and a scoring perspective um, can do some real wonders for your shooting. It'll keep you honest and it'll make you better. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, these give you repeatable, you know, target slash benchmarks to work against in successive range sessions, which is important. Yes, indeed. So, um, you know, one last thing I'll throw out there. Um, a, a number of years ago when I got back into the gym and started lifting again, um, the, the coach that I, I work with, it, you know, really harps on people, you know, go, go buy a cheap notebook and, and write down what you're doing. Um, you'll find that there are, cons you know, things that you can consistently test um, you know, whether it's a, a cardio metric for some type of workout that's CrossFit-ish or whether it's, you know, knowing what your two or three rep, you know, max back squat is, um, you know, different things like that. And, and maybe, you know, make a quick reference to the conditions that day. You know, what, what did your diet look like? What did your sleep look like the previous 24 hours? Same thing with range sessions. You know, you're out on the range. Um, you know, if you're out busting it and, and it's a really crappy day, you know, that 35, 40 degrees and rainy, you know, Make a note of that uh, because when you go to do it and it's sunny and you find out, wow, it actually makes a difference, but then the next time you go and do it when it's rainy, it's still faster, that's, that's going to be a nice little note to have and understand where you're at, um, you know, in your ability to perform these things on demand. 
um, it's it, it's it's nice to look back and review those kind of things occasionally. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, celebrate the the goals and accomplishments um, in addition to you know, kind of maybe I don't I don't want to say lamenting, but no, learning being from. aware of you know where yeah. things need improvement. Yep. Yeah, and don't and don't uh, don't train your strengths. Train your goats. Your strengths are already there. So things you suck at, go do them. They suck for a reason. Make them suck less. Make you suck less. Cool. Yeah. Uh, you got anything else? That's it, man. Yeah. The, you know, overall, our I think to wrap this up, our encouragement is to go out and train, you know, and focus on doing the best you can do um, at the task you need to accomplish, uh, and then try to cons- consistently and continually, you know, improve your ability to perform those tasks. Absolutely. Um, yeah, you got questions, uh, drop us an email, info at capcityoutfitters.com. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram. We are at Cap City Outfitters. Um, we're on the web, capcityoutfitters.com. And then be sure to stop in and see us. We're in Hilliard, Ohio, uh, 4465 Cemetery Road. Thanks see so much, soon. guys.